Hey, guess what? It's time for making kayfabe with your hosts, Bryce and Dylan. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Making Kayfabe. It's the most sexy, awesome podcast in the entire world. That's a fact. I'm sexy and Bryce is awesome. Or vice versa. It depends on how we feel on any given day. And what we do here on the sexy, awesome Making Kayfabe is we take old wrestling bookings and terrible ideas and we change them up and we rewrite them in our own image and make them way better. And we give the spotlight to some of those guys who really deserve it. That's what we do here on Making Kayfabe. And everybody loves it. Isn't that right, Sexy? <laughs> yes, awesome. That's exactly what we do here at Making Kayfabe. And uh, yeah, just a quick a quick shout out to all of our new listeners. Um, you know, I know that the, the awesome, awesome guys at OSW Review, they, they gave us a, a little retweet, um, you know, some, sometime, sometime last week. And it, it's, it's just it's just so cool to see all the new listeners coming from that. And um, all the advice that OSW gave us as well was just yeah, top notch. So cheers for that, guys. Yes, we want to say thank you very much to OSW for being so sweet. That was very nice. And we want to say hello and welcome to all the new listeners. You guys are in for a treat. If this is the first time you've ever listened to the show, hmm. just really quickly have a little Wikipedia search on who Reno and Viscera are. And <laughs> after that, you will be just just have a little, you know, because we'll probably be talking about them for a little bit. So just check out. So then you know who they are. Like, OK, cool. Now I get the joke. Um, we, have, we have mentioned them once or twice. Once or twice, you know, yeah. it might it might not even come up. You, you never know. But it's you good to be prepared. Reno and Viscera come out of nowhere, you know, every time. Mm -hmm. I mean, you, you can see Viscera coming most of the time. He's <laughs> 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 fucking seven foot tall. <laughs> wow, Viscera really came out of nowhere that time. Like, you, you can see him on I the horizon. I can't believe I didn't see the seven foot tall, 500 pound guy coming towards me. Like, this, this slow as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so unstealthy. Can't even use his own legs. Anyway, thank you, new listeners. For <laughs> checking out the show. This is part of what our show is about. We make fun of, of some professional wrestlers. But the other part of the show is where we rebook wrestlers that we think really deserve an extra shot or weren't given the chance they were originally given. <laughs> Yeah, you know? we weren't giving it a shot, and it could have been could have been a lot bigger than what they were, basically. Yeah, today's episode is about Lance Storm. Hell yeah. Lance Storm. I love Lance Storm. Uh, I have done since I, the first time I saw him, which was at the SummerSlam 2001. Oh, right. He was, was he wrestling? He, he was wrestling Edge for mm -hmm. the Intercontinental Championship. It was an opening match, SummerSlam 2001, Edge versus Lance Storm. That shit rules. That's how you start a show. Yeah, I can imagine mm. that being a very good match. Love, and I, I, you know, at the time I was all like in kayfabe. I'm like, fuck this Lance Storm guy. He's, you know, he's in the, he's in the invasion. He's a bad guy. And then you see him wrestling a really good match, and like, well, you know, <laughs> turns out he's really good. <laughs> and... Yeah, Lance Storm also a big part of our history as friends because you know yes. a major kind of a. Uh, growing part of our friendship back in the day was was back in our e-fedding days where you were yeah. writing Lance Storm and I was I was writing William Regal and we ruled ass so yeah <laughs> that sounds like yeah, I know that you're a big Lance Storm fan and there's nobody nobody better to, to write this rebooking of Lance Storm well thank you very much that's high praise well you know what we'll we'll we'll, we'll see what happens you know Bryce is correct we did used to me and Bryce used to Efed a lot. If anybody out there listening to the show remembers Efedding, because that shit was around in like 2001. Oh yeah, <laughs> this is now 
2021. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, there's been a couple of years in between them. If you remember, let us know. Send it in the comments. Give us a little post on Twitter at Making Kayfabe. And yeah, we'd let, love to let, hear. let us know if you're in the Fedge, yeah. Yeah, we'd love to hear it. Because like we said, w- a long time ago, me and Bryce were Landstorm and William Regal. So we've already, we've always had like affinity for those two characters. You know, yeah. I think we've always loved loved those two guys. So it was only a matter of time, I think, before we did Landstorm at some point. And I'm going to say it's it's only a matter of time before we do William Regal at some point. Like he's Yeah, man, he deserves his own story. He got a featured part in the uh, Paul Burcho story last week, but I yes. definitely want to rebook William Regal post-King of the Ring victory at some point. So mm-hmm. that's coming, definitely. But yeah. today... Today is all about Landstorm. So would you like me to give you a little rundown on what happened with Landstorm, a little bit of history? Let's get some history on Landstorm. Today's history lesson is brought to you by the letter D from me. <laughs> <laughs> can, you, can you believe we give this away for free? <laughs> free. Totally free. <laughs> Let me give you a little history lesson on Landstorm. He started his wrestling career in 1990. Can you believe that? My goodness. Mm. 1990 seems so long ago because it was he trained in calgary alberta canada alongside some punk from winnipeg called christopher jericho i don't know if you're familiar with this young ragamuffin christopher q jericho christopher q jericho yes i believe the q stands for quentin right you Take my word for it, okay? Yeah, I'm not gonna. Uh, I'm not gonna look that up. That's fine. Uh, don't. It's definitely legit. Nobody look it up, or somebody look it up and edit the Wikipedia page to make that correct. <laughs> so Lance Storm and this young rookie, whatever his name was, Jericho, they formed a team called the Thrill Seekers, and they actually moved from Canada to the United States to work for Smoky Mountain Wrestling, which I think was uh, being booked by good old Jim Cornette. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> that fucker. <laughs> <laughs> so Very unsavory they... character, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That little rag, that little scamp, mm-hmm. the Jim Cornette, the lovable scamp. Um, so Not they... so lovable. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. It, it highly depends. Homophobic, sexist, <laughs> fucking like. This isn't just... Jim... We're yeah. not rebooking Jim Cornette. We'll do it later. No. This is the Landstorm show. So they moved down to Smoky Mountain Wrestling. Jericho got injured really shortly after he moved down there for Smoky Mountain Wrestling. So Landstorm kind of did his own thing for a little bit and uh, was even, I think he was a, a champion there. They call it the Beat the Champ Television Championship, and that's a mouthful. Mm. So let me tell you. He also worked in Japan for a company called War, which stands for Wrestle and Romance. Which is a very. Very interesting, because like it's the acronym is war. So you're like, yeah, this fucking rules. It's war. Yeah. It's about wrestling where they beat the fuck out of each other, and it stands for wrestle and romance. And you're like, that's bizarre, isn't it? Do we do we have to have the romance? Like, <laughs> is, that, is that required? Like, if you work there, do you have to wrestle, and then after the match, do you have to like give your opponent a kiss or something? I don't <laughs> give him a little kiss. So imagine beating the shit out of somebody in like a last man standing match and you drop like a fucking half the ring on top of him and he's dying for the 10. Like, yeah, fuck you. Look, kiss. <laughs> anyway, sorry. I didn't, I didn't expect to get <laughs> sidetracked by that one. So, it's a weird It's a weird name. I'll give you that. So Lance Storm uh, actually won some championships in Wrestle and Romance. Funny story, Jericho was also in 
war at a different time. They didn't team up then, but they they both went to that same promotion, which is mm-hmm. interesting. And speaking of that, they both went through the doors of ECW. Jericho went through a couple of years before Lance Storm did. He joined in Lance Storm joined in 1997, where he formed a team with Chris Candido. They won the tag team championships, and then later he formed a tag team with Just Incredible called the Impact Players, and they won the tag team championships twice. So that's pretty good. Lance Storm's looking pretty pretty neat, winning titles all over the world with Don Marie, right? Yeah, yeah, Don Marie. That shit was fun. Lance Storm's ECW work, go check it out. It is great. Yes. The shit of him and Candido like fighting each other. You seen that power bomb off the top? Candido. Oh though? yeah. Yes. Holy shit. <laughs> oh my god. Good god. Yeah. <laughs> That's ECW. And that literally was. We talked about Mike Awesome. Like he was just fucking throwing people around like that. So after ECW, Landstorm went to WCW in June two thousand. So we spent a couple of years in ECW, went to WCW in two thousand. The golden year of WCW, <laughs> I think we can all agree. Why the was that? Goals. And why was that? It's because motherfucking Reno debuted on 2000 in WCW, so therefore it must be the greatest year in wrestling history ever. There it is. So, There's the reference. There it is. There it is. We told you it was coming. There's a visceral one coming soon. So <laughs> there actually is. Oh, boy, we're good. So is to even prove why the year 2000 was the best year of wrestling, I'm going to tell you about Lance Storm. He had a great year in WCW. He won the United States Championship. Like He started in June, right? He won the United States Championship in July. So already off to a good start. And then not only did he hold the United States Championship three times, losing it to Terry Funk and then eventually losing it again to Hugh Morris, a.k.a. <laughs> do you remember what his, his codename was? Uh, Bill, Bill DeMott, isn't it? Yeah. Well, at the time, he was no longer Hugh Morris. He was General Hugh G. Rection. No. Oh, you know, that's, yes, from the Misfits in Action. That was, <laughs> a, for, they, they had a stable where they just made everybody in the army for some reason. And then they give Hugh, Mar- they give Hugh Morris an even worse name. <laughs> Hugh, Hugh Morris is already humorous, right? <laughs> Hugh, that's, that's, yeah. yeah. That's a terrible name for a wrestler. Like, oh, what the fuck does that mean? I'm like, I know what, what's better than that. I'll just make you in a big dick joke. What do you think of this? <laughs> like, how's, you know, how do you how do you take a guy called Hugh G-Raction seriously? I don't you fucking know. You no, exactly. Right? like WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine. Oh, if only. Imagine your favorite wrestler as a kid being Hugh G-Raction. Yeah, mom, I need you need to buy me the toy. What toy is it, little Sammy? It's a huge erection toy. <laughs> so, well, uh, excuse me, we're gonna stop you here. watching wrestling. <laughs> like, what the fuck? So, yeah, Terry Funk, pretty good. Hugh Morris, aka huge erection, not so good. Uh, you're telling me Vince Russo wrote this? Get out of town. <laughs> ridiculous we're gonna play a little game though bryce you oh. sometimes spring games on me i'm springing a game on you landstorm also went on to hold the cruiserweight championship and the hardcore championship famously held by reno of course mm. uh, at the same time so he was a triple champion i think the first and probably only triple champion in wcw history i don't know i didn't research that <laughs> but <laughs> i'm gonna say it's true whenever landstorm was the triple champion he gave all of his belts different names all right 
And I don't mean like Susan, <laughs> you know, <laughs> pet names, Carl, you know, <laughs> he, he, he referred them as different championships because he was Canadian. Apparently that was the gimmick is <laughs> just right. he's an idiot. I heard of, there's a really good story where Lance Storm said this, like he, he went to Vince Russo and he was like, a lot of this shit doesn't make any sense. Like it makes me look like an idiot. Like why, you know, why would I say all this stuff? Why would I do yeah. this? Vince is like, dude, I don't know what you want. I don't know what you want from me, bro. I've given you three championships. And that's <laughs> like, right, but you can give me all the championships, but if it doesn't make sense, then it doesn't make sense, right? <laughs> like it's <laughs> Lance Storm's proven what we've been saying all along. Just giving a guy a championship doesn't get him over. Yeah. Right? Exactly. If, if you give him a championship and then stick him in a bunch of stupid gimmicks, it's no, you know, it's just no nowhere. Exactly. Yeah. So speaking of stupid gimmicks. Lance Storm apparently gave all of his championships different names. So we got three championships to name. Oh no. <laughs> so right. The the United States Championship, I'm assuming, is gonna be like the Canadian Championship or something. Uh close. It's the Canadian Heavyweight Championship. Oh, okay. Canadian Heavyweight Championship. Um, and yeah. what was the cruiserweight in hardcore? Yes. <sighs> the, the the maple syrup championship. <laughs> uh, okay, and uh, and uh, the uh, the the, 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 the <laughs> Niagara Falls, Niagara Falls, which can only be defended in Niagara Falls count anywhere matches. What I liked about that was your excitement as you remembered the name Niagara Falls. <laughs> so I was like, well, what's that fucking waterfall called? <laughs> you can hear it. You're like, uh, uh, na- 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 Niagara Falls. <laughs> those, I'm, I'm wrong, those, am I? Are those your answers? Yeah, those are my those are my answers. Well, you got close with the Canadian Heavyweight Championship. The Cruiserweight Championship was also known as the 100 Kilos and Under Championship, <laughs> right? And the Hardcore Championship it was referred to as. Now, let me see if you can get this joke. Remember, <laughs> we just talked about huge erection. Classic bit of comedy right there. Let's see if you can get this joke. The Hardcore Championship was renamed the Saskatchewan Hardcore International Title. Saskatchewan Hardcore International title. Yes. Oh shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. So Lance Storm uh, went. He went. He went to like Vince Russo backstage. He's like, "Why would I? Why would I be the shit champion? Like, what the <laughs> fuck? Like, does it make any sense?" And he's like, "Yeah, bro, but you're the champion." And he's like, "Right, <laughs> but why would I call it the shit champion? Like, it's I'm the champion. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Why would I call myself shit? It doesn't make any sense, bro." <laughs> That's great cooking. That's great cooking. So towards the end of the WCW days, he kind of rumbled around the tag team division with Mike Awesome. He never won the tag belts, but he mm. won the he won the shit belt. <laughs> <laughs> That's what counts. After WCW was bought out, he moved to the WWF slash WWE, where he was the first first person from the invasion who kind of made his, his presence known and interfered in a match. He and, was, I remember. Yeah. So it's see, and then Mike Awesome, I think, won the Hardcore Championship after that. So it's uh, Lance Storm and Mike Awesome were still being the team that they were in WCW. It seemed like that would continue mm. because they fought Edge and Christian on Invasion. But then you know what? Bait and switch. They just had Lance Storm win the Intercontinental Championship. Do you know who who he beat for the championship? Edge. Close. Test. Close. Actually, you're actually close with Test. Albert? Yes. Oh, sweet. Albert was the Intercontinental Champion. <laughs> nice. And Lance Dude, Storm like beat him. Well, Lance Storm beat him. And then Edge beat Lance Storm at SummerSlam. Great match, though. Go watch it. So, 
get this, Bryce. You're going to like this bit. As you know, the invasion went on for a little while. And in, in November of 2001, the invasion angle, you know, they, the invasion lost. So all of the wrestlers involved were fired. And Lance Storm was in an angle where if he beat somebody, he would get his job back. Now, do you remember in the Hurricane episode where you talked about the Hurricane fighting the Rock? Mm-hmm. Who, who won that match? The Hurricane. The Hurricane beat the Rock? Yes. Okay. Well, to get Lance Storm's job back, he had to beat the Rock. Oh. Did he beat the Rock? You motherfucking right, he did. So, yeah, biggie. Well, I mean, there was like heavy interference, I believe. <laughs> I don't believe it. <laughs> yeah. So, Lance, so Lance Storm has beaten the Rock. Wow. There you go. Right. I was like, okay. How? Well, I didn't even know that, but that's a, some research. So I'm like, wow. Uh, uh, Albert and the Rock. I know. In the same year, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> but he can't beat a guy called General Rection. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Anyway, okay, so he was uh, joined up with the Un-Americans, Christian, Test, William Regal, and Christian and Lance Storm won the tag championships. After the Un-Americans broke up, uh, William Regal and Lance Storm continued the ta- uh, team together. They won the tag belts twice before William Regal had to step back for a medical reason. So he had to, Lance Storm had to find a partner. Who did he find as a partner? That's right, Big Daddy V, Val Venus. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I got you. Yeah, they go in there. <laughs> why didn't? Why wasn't that, he called Big Daddy V? For that split second, I was genuinely trying to remember. What? When did Lance Storm and Viscera team up? <laughs> <laughs> oh, could you imagine? So, um, Val Venus came in to replace William Regal, and I think they lost the tag titles like almost immediately after that. Yeah, so, like Sean, Sean Morley, right? As well, when yes. he was uh, the Eric Bischoff's kind of assistant, right? <laughs> after after this, Lance Storm started to try and do some business by himself. He was in tag team, so now he's going to try and strike out by himself, only to be bizarrely haunted by Steve Austin, mm. who keeps who is in a, like a general manager role. So he's not wrestling himself, but will happily come out and make fun of the wrestlers in a, in an angle that that can n- never go anywhere because Lance Storm will never be able to get his revenge on Steve Austin. Yeah. Steve Austin just comes out and continually makes fun of Lance Storm to get some more charisma. He started Which, like a boring chant, right? Yeah, so this buries yeah. this fucking guy right away. And then they do some weird angle where he gets counseling from Goldust to be more fun. So I guess that means he's a fierce now because he's more fun. So he starts dancing to the ring. That's <laughs> I what, do remember dancing that's Lance what, Storm. That's what faces do because they're good guys. And then he goes back to... Did you hear the dog? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> she gets excited when she's getting food. And then... Yeah, running, running the podcast. Every, every week, dude. So he's Lance Storm. He's, he's a good guy, so he dances, I guess. And he goes back to tag him with Val Venus, because that's what good guys do. And then he forgets about all that and turns heel again. And then that's it. That's, that's Lance Storm. After that, he quietly retired and became a trainer in Ohio Valley Wrestling. He would occasionally make some appearances on WWE for a while after that. Then he left to focus on his own wrestling academy. He also would appear on the Independence a lot. He is very... He's trained a lot, a lot of people. Oh, so on the Independence, he fought guys like Mike Bennett, who we've talked about before. 
Mm. We've, he's fought Daniel Bryan in a match that I haven't watched yet, but I find it on YouTube or I find it on Daily Motion, so I'm going to watch it later. Daniel he was, Bryan. He was in Ring of Honor for a bit, right? I seem yeah. to remember him. Yeah. I, he, he's definitely done some work there. So he's also trained a lot of other current wrestlers in his training school, such as Tyler Breeze, uh, Chelsea Green, Emma, Oni Lorcan. Oh, oh really? Mm-hmm. Lorcan. Yeah, a lot of guys. He's trained, you know, he's, he's had his hand in there. He was a producer or an agent for the WWE until the whole pandemic happened. He yeah. also does a review service on Twitter where if you're an aspiring wrestler or you're starting out, if you send him like a match or, or stuff like this, he can critique it and let you know what he thinks about it. Oh. The guy's a fucking class act, man. He's an incredibly yeah. intelligent, incredibly talented individual when it comes to the wrestling business. He knows so much about it. He's well-respected by his peers. He's been in the ring with like some of the biggest names. He's even beaten some of them, as we were talking about. He beat The Rock. We were talking about him fighting around the Albert. order. Yeah. <laughs> Albert. <laughs> General Rex. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's, he's a very intelligent man. He definitely Chris is. Chris Jericho. Very... You know? Chris Jer- yeah, exactly. He's been, he, was a, he was a champion in the three big promotions of the 90s. You know, he's everybody has good words to say. Do we even need to rebook Lance Storm? Like, when you break it down like that, he's actually... Is he the greatest wrestler of all time? <laughs> Do you know, I was actually... I, I was thinking this as you were going through it. Lance Storm didn't have a terrible run. Yeah. But I think at the same time, because he won, he won championships, he, he won the shit championship, and the he won the Continental championship, and that. But at the same time, it could have been so much bigger, and they could have done so much more of him. And I think that when maybe when you were uh, planning this rebook, and you were thinking back to Stone Cold, you know, calling and boring, and fucking yeah. dancing Lance Storm, which the guy just didn't deserve, you know. So like that's <laughs> nobody deserved that. Nobody, nobody deserved that. Awful. So yes, you're correct, Bryce. That is around about the time I'm going to rebook. Because when I was reading his his history, I'm like, guys lived a hell of a life, man. Yeah. I gotta say, he's the, like, if you were a professional wrestler and you had that career, I'd say mission accomplished, man. You fucking mm. did a pretty fucking good job. So what I'm going to do is just uh, give him a good send off. You know mm. what I mean? We covered that Stone Cold Steve Austin called him boring, and then Stone Cold fucked off. <laughs> I'm like, what? Because he's Lance- scared of Lance Storm. Exactly, because he's the greatest wrestler of all time. And then Lance Storm just kind of quietly retired. And I thought, let's 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 give something else. He's got a little bit left in the tank, you know what I mean? I think we can do yeah. something else with him. So let's do that. So are oh, you going to do um, Lance Storm just before he left WWE? Or is it like... Yes. He left. He, retwi- he retired in 2004 from the WWE. Right. So this is gonna, yeah, be, you know, end of two thousand three, beginning of two thousand four. That's right. Where, okay. It came back for one day stand, right? He did. Yes. Um, but we'll we'll touch upon such matters. Are you ready to hear my fantastic story about how I book Lance Storm and his retirement? Yes, I am extremely excited to hear about Lance Storm. Uh, hit me. Go for it. I will hit you with this storyline. So in December 2003, Lance Storm is coming out of his tag team days with Val Venus. And at the same time, Randy Orton is the current Intercontinental Champion. That's interesting, you know. So Lance Storm, he's had enough of dancing. He's had enough of Val Venus. He's had enough about being a good guy. Doesn't work for him. He's a very good heel. Not so good at being a good guy. So at the beginning of January 2004, he splits on, he splits on Val Venus. Get the hell out of here, Val Venus, he says. That's what he said. 
That's what he said. I, I you know, I wrote it down. So yeah. yeah, it's true. During the Royal Rumble match, the two former friends meet in the ring, but Storm eliminates Valvinus from the Royal Rumble. He also eliminates former associate Christian before mm. he is eliminated by Randy Orton. Because why not? After the Royal Rumble, Lance Storm, you know, he he wants and no, he demands the people's attention if he can be serious for a moment. He's fed up of dancing and playing like a fool, tagging around with idiots who's got him nowhere. He is hands down the best, the greatest Canadian athlete, the best Canadian pro wrestler in the WWE today. And that's a fact. Who's better? Valvinas? I don't think so. Christian? I don't think so. He eliminated Canyon. both of these guys. Can- was- is Canyon Canadian? Yeah. Is he? I think Canyon's Canadian. Oh. Well, he I forgot about him, so it doesn't... <laughs> Lance Storm didn't talk about him in the story. But see, oh no, he but he left in 2004. So well, he he's, he's not he, he's not Canadian. Never mind. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I just checked. <laughs> you said who better than, and I was like, oh, Canyon. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> we, <laughs> Sorry uh, to derail you there with uh, just uh, total lies. <laughs> it's all, it wouldn't be the first time, my friend. <laughs> so. Lance Storm, he eliminated both Val Venus and Christian in the Royal Rumble. And he doesn't mind, he'll do it again. So Val Venus kind of was the, the, the face in the split. Uh, whenever the tag team split up, Lance Storm was kind of the heel. Val Venus was the face. So he's coming out here as a face, a good guy, trying to, you know, reconcile with Lance Storm. He's like, why are you being so angry? Christian comes out, he's a heel. He's like, whatever, you're not better than me. Fuck you. <laughs> that sounds like Christian. Val's like, come on, man, we had a good thing going. We had a good team. Christian basically tells them both that they're idiots and that they're not as good as he is. So this goes on for a couple of weeks. These three guys kind of like have a little triangle going on. They're all kind of trying to one up each other. So Lance Storm is more methodical in the ring. He can taunt them with his like technical skills. Whereas Christian is probably better at the promos. He's really good at like, you know, coming up with shenanigans backstage and messing around. Whereas Lance Storm is more in the ring. Val Venus is trying to one-up these guys by just using the, his former clout as a GM. Remember, he used to hang out with Bischoff, so he's still yeah. kind of, like, pulling some strings, and he kind of puts Lance and Christian into, like, unflattering matchups, you know what I mean? Mm. So they're all kind of playing around with each other. After a few weeks of this, the three men can tell they're getting nowhere, so they need to figure out a way to prove their superiority, to prove who the best Canadian wrestler is. How do we do that? There's only one way in my mind to do this. It leads to a match at WrestleMania. It's going to be a Canadian Invitational gauntlet match. So, <laughs> nice. you know what a gauntlet match is? Two guys in the ring. If one guy gets pinned or submitted, another guy comes in until there's no guys left. Last man standing is the winner. So, mm. if you're a Canadian, come on down. That's pretty much the idea of this. Valvinas tries to leverage the advantage by putting himself in last place and by putting Lance Storm in first. However, unfortunately for him, as we've already established, Stone Cold Steve Austin is the general manager of Raw, and he plays by his own rules. He doesn't give mm. a shit about making somebody look stupid. So he switches the order and puts Val Venus in first and Lance in last. That bit is purely because Steve Austin is a dick doing that bit. You know what I mean? <laughs> I could see yeah. that. You know, he's not doing that because Lance or because Val Venus and, and Steve Austin have a feud. He's just doing that because Steve Austin doesn't like Val Venus pushing his own weight around, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Uh, but it means that Lance Storm is now in last, and Val Venus is in first. So it starts off Val Venus against Christian. 
Christian beats Valbinus. Next person in is Edge. What a surprise. He beats Christian. And then after Edge comes in is Chris Jericho. What another surprise. Who? He tries to put away. Oh, you, you probably don't worry about him. You know, he, he, he'll come back up later. So if you want to take a give a little Google about Chris Jericho, have a look at what he looks like these days. Chris Q Jericho, right? Is that, Chris, that what it was? Yes. Uh, Christopher Q Jericho. Chris, if you want yeah. to try Christopher Quentin Jericho, I'm sure that'll, mm-hmm. that'll probably come up. So it's just, just to put a face to the name, you know. So yeah. we've got this guy, Chris Jericho. He comes in. He tries to cheat and put away Edge, but he can't. Edge beats Jericho in this gauntlet match. Jericho, not happy about this, so he hits Edge with a chair before he can get thrown out of the ring. Lance Storm comes down, obviously the last person in the gauntlet match, takes advantage of this, and ends up winning the first and presumably only WWE <laughs> Canadian Invitational Gauntlet match at WrestleMania. And I think that's quite important. That's a good way to get some of your top Canadian guys on a match at WrestleMania. Yeah. Bam. Because I believe at that WrestleMania, the match was just a straight up Lance. No, it was Christian versus Jericho. Mm. And Edge uh, wasn't even at WrestleMania, I don't think. Lance Storm wasn't there. Valvinus wasn't there. I remember Matt- that feud with uh, Jericho and Christian. It was... Uh- was it Christian was going out with Lita and Jericho was going out with Trish or something like that? And then mm-hmm. it was kind of like a, a quarrel, lover's quarrel or something. But yeah, good times, good times. Oh, now you remember Jericho. Yeah, so, Quint, yeah Quint, you like Quentin Jericho. Yeah. You're like, oh, this guy? Oh, I remember him. I used to drink beers <laughs> this guy. <laughs> there you go. Lance Storm is feeling pretty proud of himself. Not only did he say that he was the best Canadian in the WWE, he proved it by beating all the other Canadians in that match. And at WrestleMania, no less. So what's next? It's obvious he wants that Intercontinental Championship. He's a former champion. He wants it back. It's been too long. So coming into backlash after WrestleMania, as you know, Randy Orton is scheduled to defend his Intercontinental Championship against Mick Foley. And in real life, you know, I'm not, that was a great match. Yes. Remember? Incredible match. Yeah, with the thumbtacks. Oh, boy. So I'm not going to mess with that. That's still going to happen. Okay. I mean, that's been bubbling for a while. It happened, you know, it was, you saw the Rock and Sock connection against Evolution at, at WrestleMania, for example. So this feud's been going on for a while. Lance Storm's like, all right, you guys work out wherever the fuck you're working out. That's <laughs> that's fine. But you guys got to remember that whoever ends up coming out of that match being the Intercontinental Champion, you're going to have to watch out for me because I'm Lance Storm. Shelton Benjamin comes out and tells Lance Storm that he should be next in line for the Intercontinental Championship. Because he's a great athlete too. You know, Storm might have won some bullshit match at WrestleMania that he can pretend makes him the best Canadian wrestler. But also, who cares? Shelton Benjamin is the best pure athlete in the WWE. That's a fact. So, this leads to Shelton Benjamin versus Lance Storm match at Backlash. That'll be pretty good. Yeah. I'd watch that. Storm wins that because he's he only cheats. There you go. Booked. <laughs> I'm, a, <laughs> I'm a booker. You know? <laughs> The next Easy as that. <laughs> Lance Storm wins via cheat. Go ahead. Yeah. Ten minutes. That's how it goes down in the history books. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do some shit. I don't know. Fifteen minutes. The next raw pay-per-view after Backlash is Bad Blood in June. So in two thousand four they still were kind of working out how their pay-per-views would work with the brand split. You know, so one month it would be raw and then the next month it would be SmackDown. These days 
well, I don't know what the fuck happens these days. <laughs> but it meant that, like, you know, storylines that would play out on one Raw might take a couple of months before they escalate again, you know? Yeah. So the next Raw pay-per-view is in June. But to Lance Storm, that's far too long. He wants his title shot as soon as possible. Orton may have moved on from his feud with Foley, but he hasn't moved on to a feud with Lance Storm. He's moved into a feud with Edge. And Lance Ooh. Storm is like, what the fuck? Who's Edge? You know, I, I beat Edge at WrestleMania. Why is he first in line? This is bullshit. He wants some respect. He wants what's his. And that's that Intercontinental Championship. So in between like then and Bad Blood, there's a couple of other people poking their heads up who want to get a little, you know, they want to get a shot at Lance because like, fuck you. I'll, you know, I'm next in line just to build a little bit of space on the road to, to lead up to Bad Blood. Because like I said, we have like two months to fill. So I'm like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> Eugene. <laughs> <laughs> why not viscera there yes. you go but we got him in crowbar him in so <laughs> at bad blood edge defeats randy orton for the intercontinental championship and finally ends his pretty long championship reign but immediately after the match lance storm appears and beats the shit out of edge what do you think of that so obviously from that lance storm is like a fed up of waiting i've had enough of this i'm the greatest intercontinental champion i'm the greatest canadian this is not the way it's supposed to go so it looks like we're going to see Edge versus Lance Storm. Hot damn. But remember that wily old veteran we mentioned earlier, Christopher Q. Jericho? Yes. Well, he also wants a championship shot. So now we've got ourselves a very interesting Intercontinental Championship title scene. We've got Orton, the, the former champion, Edge, the current champion, Jericho and Lance Storm, who want a shot. So logically, the only way to solve this, fatal four-way, at the next Raw pay-per-view, which is Vengeance. Randy nice. Orton versus Lance Storm versus Chris Jericho versus Edge. Again, I think that sounds pretty fucking good. Yeah. Right? I'd watch that. So because it's a field of four-way, Edge kind of like uses the confusion to be able to sneak out of there with his title somehow. But uh, that doesn't satisfy Lance Storm. He's like, this is, once again, I'm being made to look like a joke. It's ridiculous. They don't know how good they have it because they employ me a great technical wrestler. The fans don't know how good they have it because they get to see me wrestle all the time. He's putting on clinics week after week and this is a disrespect I'm getting. Fucking fatal four-way bullshit and having people jumping a line ahead of me. No, I've had enough of this. No more fatal four-way shenanigans. No more line skipping for people. That's, you know, what's Edge afraid of? Alan Storm wants a title match at SummerSlam. A rematch from three years ago at SummerSlam 2001, Edge versus Lance Storm for the Intercontinental Championship. This like time, it. yeah, this time Edge is the one going in with the title, and Lance Storm says he's going to be the one walking out of there with the title. What do you think of that? Edge, mm. you fighting champion, he says, let's fucking do it. Good man, that Edge. Good guy. So now, now we're at SummerSlam. we got Edge versus Lance Storm. Intercontinental Championship on the line. And, you know, straight up classic, as you would imagine. Towards the end, Lance tries to cheat. The referee catches him. So he, like, the referee's, like, Lance is undoing the, the turnbuckle pad. Referee turns around to, like, you know, what are you doing, Lance Storm? Don't do that. You know, you, you know what? <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> you know, that's, that's what Earl Hebner sounds like. And then, <laughs> and then he goes to tie the turnbuckle pad back on. Then Lance hits a low blow on edge. Oh, my goodness. Oh. He cheated anyway. And there you go. Lance Storm finds a way to cheat. And he wins the Intercontinental Championship back. That's the second time he's won the Intercontinental Championship. Three years to the day-ish 
since he lost it the first time to that guy, nice. to Edge. So finally, he's feeling pretty fucking vindicated. He did this, and he did it by himself. He didn't, you know, there was no Christian or William Regal or Big Daddy V, Val Venus, <laughs> you know, none of that shit. He did cheat. <laughs> yeah, but he cheated, but he cheated himself. <laughs> he thought of that. He thought about punching Edge in the deck. That's, you know, that was Lance Storm's idea. And if anybody else does that, they are infringing on his copyright, and they owe him money. <laughs> I did it by myself. I used a steel chair, but I swung that steel chair. Like, that was me. I was know? the one that thought of doing it. So anyway, <laughs> in real life, in real life around this time, I think in September of 2004, Edge uh, got injured and had to vacate the Intercontinental Championship anyway. Mm. So really, I'm kind of like retroactively booking it so he loses the title before he goes to have surgery. You know what I mean? Mm. So, because I would have had, you know, because Edge was injured in, in 2004, I would have had that few go on a little bit longer, but... Let's just say, you know, Lance punched him in the ball so hard, Edge had to take some time <laughs> off. All right. Let's say that. But, <laughs> hey, he, Lance Storm really went for it. You know what I mean? <laughs> There's one more guy we got to think of. Christopher Quentin Jericho is back again. He oh. takes objection to all of this because he thinks he's the best Canadian. He's also the best Intercontinental Champion. But also, he's very familiar with Lance Storm. And he's like, I'm better than you. Of course I'm better than you. I've been you everything ever. I was the best guy in the Thrill Seekers. I went to War and Romance before you did. What was it called? Wrestling Romance? <laughs> yeah. I went, I went there before you did. I went to ECW before you did. went to WCW before you did. went to WWE before you did. I've done all this stuff many times before. You know, who are you? You're just, you're just a paper champion. You're just mm. holding it right now. I'm about to get my title back. But Lance says, fuck you. You know, if you're that good... Who's the Intercontinental Champion right now? It's Lance Storm. You know, what were you doing all year? Fucking around. And Lance Storm applied himself, and now he's a champion again. What do you think of that? Maybe Jericho was never the star of this team after all. Maybe Lance Storm is just playing the, the long game. Mm. You know what I mean? And, you know, Lance has always been the better wrestler, and the world knows it. Everybody knows it. Jericho and Lance Storm haven't had a one-on-one match all year. Instead, it's been like tag matches or multi-man matches or bullshit mm. like this. So we're well overdue for a one-on-one match between these two great Canadian superstars. Wouldn't that be the best way to show who the man is? So they understand that they're both trying to goad each other into a match, and that's fine. You know, Lance says he's the better man. He knows it. Deep down, Jericho knows it too. Lance would even stake his own reputation on the line, and Jericho asks if he would put his career on the line too. Interesting. Mm. So, uh, Taboo Tuesday is an event that fucking never happened again. (laughs) (laughs) But it's an event back in the wacky world of 2004. It's a Tuesday night pay-per-view where the fans get to vote on different matches and stuff like this so i enjoyed the concept i generally did enjoy that concept i remember one was um one of my favorite ones was it was carlito and he was going against mick foley but the fans got to choose is he going to go against mankind is he going to go against cactus jack or is he going to go against dude love i fucking loved that that's a great idea did they vote dude love uh i think they voted mankind i can't remember that's Uh, fair mankind was pretty good yeah if you enjoyed that, you're going to enjoy what's coming next, my friend, because Taboo Tuesday is the next Raw pay-per-view. And that means we got to have some gimmicky bullshit matches that, <laughs> that the audience pick. It's a shark cage match, you know. <laughs> it's an underwater blindfolded uh, ladder match, you know. 
<laughs> Underwater. Oh, let me break that down. <laughs> Underwater blindfolded ladder match. Yeah. So you're underwater, so it's going to be easy yeah. to climb the ladder because you know it's impossible. That's how swimming works. <laughs> right, but swimming does. You have to climb the ladder. You can't swim up ladder. And you're blindfolded as well. Yes. <laughs> and you're underwater. Jesus Christ. Have they got like oxygen tanks or do they have to keep coming up for air? Or? You know, I would consult Vince Russo about this. <laughs> Vince, what's the deal? I don't know, bro. We'll let them figure it out in the ring. You know? <laughs> there is no ring. It's an aquarium. Ah! <laughs> that was the best that Vince Russo I could do. <laughs> him going, ah! Underwater blindfolded. <laughs> yeah, okay, <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> Anywho, that by the way, lucky for you, Bryce, that's gonna turn up with a tombola at some point. I'm sure I can't wait. <laughs> oh, criminy. Anyway, so Tell Me Tuesday is a show where the fans get to pick all the stipulations. And what we're gonna have is we're gonna have a one on one match between Lance Storm and Chris Jericho for that goddamn Intercontinental Championship. So the fans get to pick the stipulations. One of them is a lumberjack match with all the people who Jericho and, and Lance Storm have. have kind of been making fun of the whole year you know like christian and balbinus sheldon benjamin etc viscera you gotta put him in again you know yeah. reno i mean it. what else was viscera doing these days nothing stick him in this storyline you know yeah. have him even, i mean yeah i was think he so. been employed 2004 yeah well, or did he leave was it? he left for a while i'm sure oh maybe because he, he came back he, for w ecw yeah. Yeah, right, he came back to... Um, oh, he came back. He came back with Gangrel, didn't he? To attack Undertaker. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, and then he became the world's largest luck machine. And then Big Daddy V. <laughs> it hurts. Br- brush up in your viscera history, dude. Fucking hell. He won a battle royal at WrestleMania. At WrestleMania. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> so that's something, you know. Yeah. Anyway, so one of the matches, like a lumberjack match... One of the matches is a ladder match because who doesn't love a good Intercontinental Championship ladder match? Fortunately, this one is above the ground. <laughs> it's above Overwater. sea level. Yeah. <laughs> Non-blindfolded. <laughs> but it's way up on a Mount Everest. <laughs> the other direction. Not only are we above sea level, we're as far above sea level as you could possibly be. <laughs> it's a ladder match. What is holding up the Intercontinental Championship? Like, how do you, where is it? doesn't matter. It's a Mount Everest match. Vince Russo, please explain the rules of your matches. He's like, ah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> or. <laughs> so, Lumberjack match, ladder match. The last stipulation, career versus career match. Whoever Ooh. wins is the Intercontinental Champion and gets to keep their job. But whoever loses, you're out of here. Before the match, Lance says he doesn't care what the results of the, the poll are because the results of the match, they're going to be the same. Jerry's going to lose, and then he can go off and tour with his band because he's not a wrestler, he's an entertainer. Lance Storm is a wrestler, and he will out-wrestle Jericho. So with a promo like that, and the way that the, the last couple of weeks have been going leading into Taboo Tuesday, Lance Storm, like all this year, all 2004, I've been portraying him as a heel, but that kind of... As you know, Jericho can play a face or a heel very well. So, like, coming into this feud, he's Jericho was seen as the face and Lance Storm is kind of the heel. But Jericho being, you know, Jericho, his, like, ego and his outlandishness starts to come to the forefront and he starts to make it all about him. So, like, slowly, 
the tide starts to turn. Even that promo Lance cuts before the match, you know, he's talking about how he's going to win because he's the best wrestler. He's not an entertainer. He's just a wrestler. That's what he does, you know, and it's, it wins people around. Mm. So people are starting to kind of sympathize with Lance Storm. And, you know, Jericho does a lot of his best stuff while he's a heel anyway. So, like, let's just keep my heel. So, you know, we're kind of turning him back that way. So that's what this match does as well. Kind of like puts Jericho back on the on the heel side of things, you know. Mm. So we get this match. Jericho cheats to win. Let's say he does exactly the same thing as Lance Storm did at SummerSlam. And Lance Storm's like, no, that's not fair. Copyright infringement. You owe me money. Nobody can punch me in the dick the way I punched Edge in the dick. And my own and, dick. And my own dick. And I've, you know, so, yes, Jericho cheats to win somehow and steals the belt, basically, and just kind of runs away with it. You know, he's dancing up the announce, uh, up the entrance ramp, holding it above his head, like, I did it. I'm the best at the Cardinal Champion, you know. Uh, Lance Storm's just kind of sitting in the middle of the ring feeling a bit dejected. And the audience, they get it. They recognize talent. You know this when they see it. So they yeah. give him a standing ovation as he walks to the back. And everybody's kind of like, well, that's that could be Lance Storm's. That was his last match. You know, that was mm. his retirement match. So right then and there, you've got Chris Jericho, who has got great momentum behind him now because he's a champion and he's retired. Lance Storm is best friend, so he's got plenty of shit to talk about. And Lord knows Jericho could talk. You know, um, mm. at the same time, Lance Storm, now we're at basically the end of 2004 you know so mm. by this point Lance Storm can go and be a trainer at Ohio Valley Wrestling like in real life mm. but he's got a couple extra months of being on top and like actually having storylines and people you know seeing him and seeing what he can do this also is a good way to see into next year when they have a match at uh, ECW One Night Stand now whenever Jericho and Lance Storm have a match there's heat behind it there too, because mm. you know everybody knows it's a one-off appearance, so Landstorm can come back. But also, Landstorm was like, "You're the fucker that retired me." Yeah, there's, there's heat to it. You see, easy. Landstorm goes out in the high, you know, puts over Chris Jericho because Jericho is a hell of a guy, you know, great worker, and uh, has an Intercontinental Championship run at the same time. Punched Edge mm. in the dick, but, you know, <laughs> won at WrestleMania. What a great way to go out. That's my. Landstorm retirement bucky. De- definitely better than dancing Landstorm. Um, I'll, 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 I'll say that at least. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but that's it. <laughs> that's my feedback. Uh, no, no. Um, yeah, good, good. some really cool points in there. Some really cool ideas. Like I like the idea of the Canadian, the Canadian Invitational Gauntlet. Um, you know, and Storm becoming the best Canadian from that. And um, yeah, I, I just. I, you're basically rebooking the last kind of six or seven months of Landstorm's kind of career, and you're you're putting in you know some of his best opponents like Christian and Edge and Jericho and and all all of these all of these guys. Um, so you know that's that's um, I really like that. What what kind of uh, what kind of um, took me at the end was the whole dynamic of Storm not wanting to be wanting to prove that he's not the the Marty Jannetty of his team with Jericho you know uh, you know he he wants to prove that he's he's the real star um, you know not 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 kind of um you know being the the one that's forgotten about and then yeah you worked in the career versus career thing I, I don't know if you knew this before but 
I've I've heard Jericho and Lansdowne both say that they want their last matches to be against each other. Yes. So you know, like, so I think um, I, I generally, with that in mind, I generally do see Lansdowne coming back one day and then retiring with Chris Jericho. But that that's why they had that match at one last last one one night stand. Sorry, yeah. um, and then you know that that was meant to be Lansdowne's last match. But you know, you worked that into it as well, which is awesome. And um, yeah, just the, the whole story is just a, a hell of a lot better rebooking of Lance Storm you know he gets to have all these great matches he cuts a few promos he gets a crowd on his side at the end rather than just disappearing into fucking nowhere after <laughs> dancing for a couple of months yeah. that's, what, that's what always happens with these guys in WWE is that yeah. they start off so promising and then next thing you know they're just dancing off the screen and you never hear from them again You're Like, why does this always happen Happens too often. Like, it, do you know that's, that's it's a fucking theme in wrestling, though, isn't it? Like, do you remember when uh, we're speaking about Albert earlier? Remember when he came back as a uh, fucking uh, hey, hey, oh, aye? But what was what was his name when he came back? Um, Tensai, Tensai, uh, oh, yeah. and then yeah, literally teamed him up with Rodis Clay after like a month, and then he was doing the fucking shovel, like you know. Sh- yeah, <laughs> so. like what the fuck, like you know how's you know you've dropped it already, like and Brodus Clay as well. There's a big fucking guy. Like, yeah. no, they're both clowns. There you go. And like, what? What? Vince Russo? <laughs> and but it's Vince, such a, it's such Russo's a, it's like, it wasn't like... even me, bro. I'm not even in the WWE <laughs> at that time. Like, <laughs> shut up, Russo. <laughs> ah! <laughs> you know, even like you know fucking like it obviously he's got he got no talent but great Kelly came in as this big monster and then he went out as dancing Kelly. dancing, you know, like... dancing Kelly, exactly yeah. oh kurgan Kur- kurgan yeah big dude dance like, again, his way out like, of there yeah. Yeah, dance his way out of there, and uh, there's probably so many people. I mean, we're not at all saying we're not putting Lance Storm and the Great Kelly in the same category. <laughs> I want no. to back. No, 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 no. slight no, difference. No. Yeah, one of them's <laughs> one of them's good, and the other one is the Great Kelly. Great Kelly is a much better wrestler than Lance Storm. Like, I would never put them oh. in the same boat. Oh my goodness, I am so outraged that I want to hear you select a wrestler and a scenario at random. That's how outraged I am. Do you that's, want... that's pretty outraged. Are you feeling okay? <laughs> I think I'll feel a lot better after we play a fun game of Kayfabe Dambola. Yay! Woo! That's right. It's Kayfabe Dambola. Now, we know we've got a new... A lot of new listeners who are checking out the show. So if you are new to the show today and you're wondering what the hell Kayfabe Dabola is, let me tell you, we'll explain it for you, you know? So what Kayfabe Dabola is, I'm gonna, Bryce is going to pick a letter from A to D and a number, one to four. Behind those letters and numbers are four different wrestlers and four different scenarios. He's going to pick them at random and I'm going to present him with his choices. And from there, he will have one minute 60 of your English seconds to put together a storyline involving that wrestler and that scenario that he picked. It's exciting, folks. It's 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 the, the greatest spectacle known to man. The yes. kayfabe tombola. It's, it's been called that. It's been called that, yeah. It's been called lots of things. <laughs> <laughs> Critically acclaimed. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think, that's, I think they were calling it a spectacle. Mm. I think that's what they said. <laughs> so, Bryce, today... Your K-15 bullet has been sent in by a fan of the show. Once again, you've escaped my evil clutches. <laughs> yes. I have, back, a, back. <laughs> I have a K-15 bullet sitting waiting for you. 
It's been waiting <laughs> since the beginning of season three. <laughs> and it's it's looking at me going, when will I get my turn? And I'm like, listen, buddy, we got to bide our time because whenever we get there, it'll be all the sweeter. So we, that's we, something we've still for, got plenty to get through as well. Like uh, if, 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 you're, if you're some bowlers announced today, folks, like yours is coming definitely. But a lot of fans submitted ones. The fans love sending us their tombolas and we love reading them. So yeah. buddy, Bryce loves doing them more than he loves mine. <laughs> definitely. So much preferred. Today's contributor to the show is Groucho, who is oh, at, Groucho. at Datenator on Twitter. I believe I pronounced that correctly, haven't I? Datenator? Groucho? 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 Quentin Jericho? What? Cheers, Groucho. Thanks for I don't think it's a real Groucho, but... Thank you, Groucho, for sending in your, your picks. Bryce, you're going to pick a letter and a number combination. And you're going to tell me what you picked, and then I will tell you what you will have one minute to tombola over. Okay, I'm going to go for 2... 2A. Give me 2A. Oh, I like it. Don't like I that noise. <laughs> like it. Can I just tell you, do you remember what last week's or my last week's was? So not last week's episode, but the last one I was doing to you. Uh, yeah. That was Tugboat Makes His Own Title. Yes. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. Well, let me tell you the rest is you didn't, you didn't get. Okay. You didn't get somebody we actually mentioned on the show earlier, Santino Morello. Oh, Santino. Yeah. You didn't get somebody else we also mentioned on the show earlier a little bit. Do Love. Okay. Didn't get him. You didn't, didn't get, him. get you didn't get this guy that we didn't mention on the show at all today, so that was that's our our fault. Mark Henry. <laughs> Alright. Don't worry about don't worry about those fucks. You didn't get them. I'll tell you I'll tell you who you should worry about. You better worry about <laughs> Macho Man Randy Savage. Ah, oh, sweet. Because that's nice. who you got. But I wonder what kind of shenanigans he's going to be getting up to this week on Raw. Well, let me tell oh, you. Oh, man, there's going to be some terrible Macho Man impressions. I cannot wait. Well, <laughs> let, me tell you, <laughs> let me tell you what you didn't get. You didn't get Macho Man Randy Savage wakes up one day believing that he's the president of the United States. <laughs> okay. Because I think he probably felt like that anyway. Yeah. But he's he's just like, I'm the president, you know. <laughs> Started them already. See that? Get in quickly. Oh, uh, that's so much better than mine's going to be. <laughs> Just, yeah, it gravels the throat. It really scratches the back of your throat. Ah, <laughs> oh, anyway, so you didn't get that. You didn't get Macho Man. Now, this is a submission. These, the, this week's and my last one were both some fan submissions. And you didn't get creates a new championship and division within the WWE. So that's two in a row with a new title. Oh, wow. Nice. You didn't get it this time. Didn't get it. Imagine the Randy Savage title you could have invented, but you didn't get I'd that. I'd have that on a boat as well. That's fine. Wow. A boat champ. It's actually just a boat. You have to wear it around your boat. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, you didn't get that. And you didn't get declares a ban on backstage catering. Okay. Because, oh, you know, sometimes they have food fights. You go backstage, right. there's all sorts of shenanigans going on backstage. Get rid of that shit. Okay. None of it. But you didn't get, get that. Rid of it. Don't worry about it. You don't even have to worry about it because you didn't get it. But let me tell you what you did get. I gotta say, 
you know, when I saw the, the, the championship thing come up again, I'm like, all right, you know, I like that angle, but I don't want to, you know, let's not repeat ourselves too much. However, mm. I feel like good old Groucho, you've done us, you've done us proud, my friend. <laughs> you've got a, you've got a good one with this. So Bryce, you're going to have one minute to tell me about Ra <laughs> Randy Savage, Macho Man Randy Savage, as he builds his own spooky haunted house. <laughs> That's... <laughs> Okay. That's all the scenario says is just Randy okay. Savage builds a spooky haunted house. Oh man. I yeah. Mean, that's so I could, Yeah, I could, I could do, do that. that. Yeah, I could I could do that. I could make Macho Man spooky. Yeah. <laughs> I mean you remember remember last week where it was like Tyrus O'Neill like enters the tournament? And like <laughs> you you just said he had to enter it. Didn't have to win yeah, it. He just, he just built a spooky house. Like, yeah, one so, brick here, another one there. Don't and even, that for 60 you seconds, don't yeah. even have to put this on TV. It's just like, hey, <laughs> hey, hey, Savage, you're building your own house? He's like, oh, yeah, some real spooky, don't you know? You know? <laughs> oh, I really, I got to take a drink. <laughs> I'm going to take a drink for one minute while my <laughs> friend Bryce uh, rebooks Randy Savage building his own spooky haunted house. Uh, Bryce, I'm going to ask you, are you. Are you ready? That's my Triple H. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. I, I, I think I can do something here. Yeah, let's oh, yeah. do it. Let's. Let's. I'm going to tell you all about Macho Man Boogie, uh, b b b building his own spooky house. <laughs> okay, I'm going to count you down from three, and then you were going to tell me all about it. All right. All right. Here we go. Three, two, one. Build that spooky house. So, Macho Man Randy Savage, he's, he's come back from the dead and, and decides to build a spooky house. So, you might think the fact that he's dead is spooky enough, but that, that, that's, that's, that, that's not going to fill him in it. So, fucking hell. Hulk Hogan is getting an end of the house, and the spooky house, it's got loads of uh, got loads of ghosts in it. And, and you know how ghosts are always like, and spooky and shit. And, yes. and you know how Macho Man always says, oh yeah. yeah! The ghosts in this house, they're, they're not going to say that, they're just going to say, um, oh, ooh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> anyway, H Hogan's in the house and he's thinking that's this is pretty spooky, brother. Uh, and he's, he's in the bottom floor, but suddenly the room starts to fill with cream. Yes, cream. Because <laughs> and it starts it starts lifting Hogan, Hogan up to the top floor of the spooky house because the cream always rises to the top. And then Hogan's on the top floor and then he's all like, this is pretty spooky, brother. And, and, and the ghosts are all like, ooh. And, and, and all of a sudden, Randy Savage appears in front of him and just performs his entire fucking Hulk Hogan rap diss track. And there you go. Hogan's mortified and leaves. Yeah. <laughs> Hogan's like, oh, and just walks away. <laughs> Worst spooky house ever. And then, and then they're like, hey, Hogan, how was your trip to... Savage is spooky house, and he's like, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't just make that up, right? It's 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 a rare nugget of information stored in my head, but like I I feel well, that, that Macho Man, Man released he, a rap album about oh, yeah. Hogan. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, I don't think the whole album was about Hogan, but he did. There was definitely a couple of songs about Hulk Hogan. And oh, he, yeah, he, I think it was in like two thousand. Was it two thousand four? I don't he, know. Um, he released a rap album. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta look this up. Yeah. <laughs> Two seconds. Oh my god. <laughs> this is gonna be excellent content. <laughs> I know some people who like listen to that album religiously. Really? They're like they're like, this rips. And I'm like, does it rip? I mean it's it <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it would be funny the first time. Is it like funny the eighteenth time? Oh my god. I found, I found, uh, there's a song called Be a Man 
and yes. it's about Hulk Hogan. Do, do you want to hear some of the lyrics? <laughs> oh, yes, let's yeah, let's let's give the people what they want. They want to hear some so, more. The first much. verse, the first verse opens up with "Hot diggity damn Hulk, I'm glad you set it off. Used to be a hard Hulk, now you done turn soft." Right? Imagine a spooky mm. Macho Man ghost rapping that at you from a haunted yeah, house. Yeah, terrifying. You'd be really spooked. I've got more. <laughs> I've just, Go for it. I've just found the second verse. Uh, <laughs> they call you Hollywood, don't make me laugh, cause your movies and your acting skills are both trash. Your movies straight to video the box office can't stand. Well, I got myself a featured role in Spider-Man. <laughs> he, they did. Can't argue featured role, though. Featured role. <laughs> I really like how he was like, I was in Spider-Man. How do I... Oh yeah! How do I how do I work this into the song, brother? It's Dom turning. He was in there for like three minutes. Like, dude, like if you ask me what a featured role in Spider Man is, I'd probably say Spider Man, Spider-Man. You know? <laughs> Green Goblin, like you know, fucking Mary Jane, like not yeah. fucking the Bone Saw McGraw. Bone Saw McGraw, yeah, he kicked ass. He was in the cage. Oh yeah. man. I smell a coward. Mm, is that you, Hogan? Macho's gonna kick your butt is the slogan. <laughs> you try to ignore me thinking I'll go away, but I'm a keep on messing with you, dude, day after day. I mean that sounds intimidating, doesn't it? It's gonna a spooky house and yeah. I'm gonna Yeah, I'm gonna mess with you, and by that I mean send you to the spooky house. Thank you very much for listening. That was a great tombola. Thank you very much for Groucho for sending it in and for Bryce for performing it. It was wonderful. And for Macho Man for giving us the material. Thank you very much, all three of you. It was a wonderful, <laughs> wonderful collaboration. If you want to get in touch with us, if you want to send in your own kayfabe tombola to annoy either me and Bryce, feel free. You can send it to our email address. It is makingkayfabe at gmail.com. You can tweet it to us or DM it to us at makingkayfabe on Twitter. If you want to get in touch, if you want to just tell us how cool the show is, that's fine too. If you guys, now, now, the, now the new people are listening, if you guys could go and just give us a little five-star review on any of the little podcast apps, that really helps us out. That really helps us deliver this message, this very important message of Randy Savage owning his own haunted house <laughs> to, to the people. The people need to hear all about this and we can only do so much so thank you very much for doing all that stuff if you want to check out this is a bit i always fuck up if you want to check out our merchandise you can go and check it out on redbubble at this okay this is the address making kayfabe dot redbubble yes dot com I mean, it seems it seems I it's that's a lot easier than I thought it was. I kept adding more shit to it. Is that really I what it was? I don't remember that. Like, I don't know. I'm an idiot. You made it we, harder than it was. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. Anyway, that's how I get out of it. So you can check out our wonderful T-shirts up there, designed by the very creative Tyler and also the incredible Bryce. The incredible <laughs> Bryce. Try to guess which T-shirt is his. And yes, make sure to follow us on Twitter and YouTube and all of the other stuff like that. Guys, this is another episode of Making Kayfabe. We really appreciate you guys checking us out and listening to us. It really means a lot to us. So we're going to say thank you very much. We hope you all snap into a Slim Jim. Oh, yes. And uh, Bryce, <laughs> do you have you want to say to the lovely people? You you, um, you spoke a little bit about uh, Landstorm's retirement today. We're also going to be focusing on another retirement next week. So, yeah, there's a little teaser for you right there. 
there you go, guys. If you want to hear all about what's happening next week, you're going to have to subscribe to stay informed on Twitter, on YouTube, on all the podcast apps to make sure you find out what our next amazing episode of Kayfabe, making Kayfabe, I was going to say Kayfabe Tambola, <laughs> to see what the next amazing episode of Making Kayfabe is. And we're going to be back next week. It's going to be fantastic. Bryce is going to be handling the show. You're going to love it. Trust me. Thank you very much for listening, guys. We will see you next time.